Good morning, and we welcome to the program for the first time, Melinda Brown. She is the Executive Director of Staying Alive LCC. Good morning to you, Melinda. Good morning, Tom. And, of course, uh, Staying Alive LCC has been around the uh, Brookville-Franklin County area for quite some time. And, uh, Melinda, can you uh, kind of give us an uh, overview of the organization, uh, when it began, and uh, what is the function of uh, Staying Alive uh, for folks who may not know? Sure. Um, Staying Alive has been around for a very long time. Uh, Staying Alive was founded in 1990 through the infrastructure created by the then Governor Evan Bayh, who created the Indiana Criminal Justice Institute Behavioral Health Division to combat substance abuse and created these local coordinating councils to serve each county um, to address substance abuse issues. I mean, that's what Staying Alive has been doing ever since. And uh, can you give us a little bit about uh, some of the, uh, the things that the organization does, uh, in particular, around the community? Sure. We work in three different areas, and that is prevention and education, law enforcement, and treatment. So in prevention and education, we work with other community partners with prevention programs in the schools. We work with youth councils and student council um, on helping them promote some of their programs, peer-to-peer support groups. We work with law enforcement on um, prescription drug takebacks and their annual National Night Out event that they hold. And we work in treatment with the recovery community and our schools with our random drug testing program. And with the coordinating councils, of course, a lot of folks, uh, you know, obviously look at drugs and alcohol. But uh, I think another thing that I noticed that uh, in doing some uh, kind of homework on the organization is uh, that you're uh, very involved in uh, smoking cessation programs. I'm super excited that you brought that up, Tom. Yes, we are um, very fortunate to be working with the Indiana Tobacco Prevention and Cessation to address nicotine and tobacco addiction. And so, yeah, we work in all areas trying to get people the help that they need. It is free. Um, They can do it web-based. They can text. They can call. And, again, it's a free resource to the folks in Indiana by calling 1-800-QUIT-NOW. And it is, you know, again, the program is set up individually to work for that person of what their needs are. And I know that uh, your organization was uh, quite active in getting the word out, uh, in particular around the time of the Great American Smokeout. Yes, we Great American Smokeout is an opportunity every year in November to, we understand that, you know, folks, it's hard. Nicotine is extremely addictive, and so it's hard to quit, and it takes people as, ma- as many as seven times to, you know, quit. But we continue to encourage them, and the Great American Smokeout Day is a day to make the plan, if not start, and make that commitment to stop smoking for their health and the, you know, the health of um, the community as well. We know that, you know, vaping is a big problem right now everywhere, and we're trying to address that as well to folks don't really understand how dangerous the nicotine is in the vapes. So we need to let people know about that, that it's not a water vapor, it is an aerosol. And again, uh, just educating the community about what a vape is. And as far as uh, Staying Alive's uh, responsibilities, uh, what are some of those? I understand that you have to uh, put together a uh, comprehensive community plan, uh, among other things. Yes, you are correct. Um, We are required to update a comprehensive community plan every year and that is really looking at the issues in the community 
and looking at what we can do to address each one of those issues, and that's working collaboratively with many of our community partners to do so. And then we have quarterly reports that we also need to submit um, to the state, and in so doing, we have the opportunity to award grants, and those are not funded through taxpayers' dollars. Those are court-generated dollars, and so we're able to offer grants to community organizations that help with our mission of reducing substance abuse in Franklin County. And, of course, that, that's a key point, the fact that uh, this is a, uh, you know, considered a nonprofit, uh, the fact that, uh, you know, again, no taxpayer dollars are, are involved in this. I mean, this is stuff where you have to uh, go out and uh, try and get donations, I understand. You are very correct. We work off of fundraisers, donations, and um, any grant opportunities that are available to us, we try to pursue those as well. And of course, uh, you, as you mentioned, the uh, the grants, uh, the Staying Alive uh, has a grant program. And uh, now, what about uh, grantees that you uh, you give them out and uh, things of that nature? And uh, are these uh, are these uh, vetted through your organization, or exactly how does this work? So the grants that we we open up the grant application once a year and invite anyone to submit a grant that coincides with our comprehensive community plan that we talked about, and that supports our mission again of reducing substance abuse, including alcohol, tobacco, and other drugs in Franklin County. And uh, those grants are awarded in three different categories, prevention and education, law enforcement, and treatment. And we have a grant committee that reviews all of those grant applications um, and then makes the decision as to what organizations should be funded and at what amount they should receive for that funding. And I'm looking at the uh, organization, the grantees this year, for example, um, yeah, Franklin County High School had uh, several in Franklin County Community School Corporation. Also, the Franklin County Sheriff's Office, as you mentioned previously, the uh, National Night Out and uh, some of the alcohol and drug awareness programs and things of that nature. So um, it seems like uh, you know, pretty much uh, centric, but at the same time also, as you mentioned, uh, Melinda, law enforcement uh, very involved, which uh, kind of leads to my next thing, the uh, executive committee. And uh, you do have uh, law enforcement represented on there, but also um, some uh, folks from other walks of life, I understand. Yes, we try to have our executive committee be representative of sectors, meaning different um, parts of our community. We try to get a nice representation to serve on the executive committee so that we can have those different perspectives, whether it's law enforcement, whether it's someone from treatment or prevention or health care, um, whatever their particular niche is, if you will, um, allow them to help us make better decisions and to combat substance abuse from different angles, from their different perspectives. I know a lot of uh, county-wide uh, nonprofit organizations, for example, uh, community foundations, they try to get uh, folks from uh, all corners of the county uh, represented. Now, is there, is there a conscious effort on the part of Staying Alive to do that, or is, it, um, or is that uh, really in the consideration you're just pr- trying to get uh, people from the different niches, as we say, uh, to uh, be represented on your uh, executive board? No, great question. We also try to, in doing so, we um, in trying to you know reach those particular people with that expertise or area of skill set. We also try to reach someone from all you know the entire county, from all parts of the county, just a re- representative. You know, it's a small executive committee, but you know they're incredibly 
committed and dedicated to the mission. And so we want to make sure that we are being representative and aware of the different areas of the county that they're being represented on the executive committee. Okay, so they could, whether they're from New Trenton or Blooming Grove or, uh, you know, we'll say Laurel or Metamora or uh, Brookville or uh, New Fairfield, uh, pretty much, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's open. Uh, it's kind of one, come one, come all, so to speak, you might say. Well, and exactly, and they may not necessarily live in those parts of the community, but their organization or their work serves those parts of the community, so that also is extremely valuable to us to know what's happening in all parts of the community. You know, Franklin County is larger than just the county seat of Brookville, so we really are intentional about reaching the entire county. All right, so with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. And we'll continue our conversation with Melinda Brown. She is the executive director of Staying Alive LCC in Franklin County. We'll have more with Melinda right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our chat with Melinda Brown. She is the executive director of Staying Alive LCC in Franklin County. And uh, we talked about the uh, the makeup of the organization. Now, I understand that uh, the group uh, tends to have a lot of events uh, in particular. You have the, um, I'm sure, uh, meetings uh, at least once a month and things of that nature. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about those and where they're held and so forth? Sure. We meet once a month. It's usually the fourth Thursday of the month. We meet at 6.30 p.m. in the Franklin County Community Foundation building. Those meetings are open to the public, and we invite everyone that has an interest in helping reduce substance abuse in Franklin County to come join our efforts. And as as far as uh, some other events, of course, you had alluded to uh, some of them earlier, but outside of the coalition meeting, um, are there any other events that uh, Staying Alive is involved in throughout the year? We do some mental health first aid trainings for the community. Mental health and substance use go hand in hand. There's so much of that that's happening, especially coming out of COVID, where just mental health issues seem to be um, manifesting themselves in individuals, which is you know, understandable. So we're just trying to address that and allow people to have the training and education to make a difference with those around us who may be struggling with mental health. Um, we also just recently had our coalition celebration, and that was to recognize all the work that is being done in the community to help with our mission. That was a great success that we acknowledged all of our grantees at that coalition celebration and. It just really, you know, gave back to the community with the recognition that they deserve as well. And then, uh, of course, uh, another thing that I know that the uh, organization is big on is uh, obviously, uh, you know, membership, but uh, volunteers. I mean, I'm sure you're always looking for volunteers, Melinda. We are always looking for volunteers. We are active in community events throughout the year, whether it's prevent child abuse, whether it was just recently the November Noel at at the Franklin County Fair, at National Night Out, we are constantly looking for volunteers to help us. It's just a great way to engage the community 
and the work that we're doing and get them involved as well. And uh, if somebody is interested in volunteering or uh, joining the organization, how can they uh, go about doing so? They can go to our website, which is www.stayinalive24.org, and then Stayin' Alive, there is no G, so it's S-T-A-Y-I-N, the word alive, 24.org. They are welcome, and you can contact us via the website to, with an email. Or you can contact the office at 765-647-7272. All right. So, again, uh, that number is uh, 765-647-7272. The website, again, is Stayin, that's S-T-A-Y-I-N, Alive24.org. And uh, Melinda Brown, anything else uh, before we let you get back to your day? I just so appreciate this call today, having this um, opportunity to get the word out about Stand Alive. You know, they are doing great work. It is, you know, volunteer-driven. And again, just thank everyone who supports Stand Alive. And, you know, we only serve Franklin County. Um, so it's just really important that as many people that want to become involved with Stand Alive, we welcome them and encourage them to attend our next meeting. We will not be meeting in December, but we will be meeting then in January, on January the 26th, again, that will be at 6.30 p.m. at the Franklin County Community Foundation Building. Okay, and again, that will be, in, of course, their office there in Brookville on Main Street. But again, uh, once again, to emphasize staying alive, this is for all of Franklin County. So uh, just to let the people know about that. But uh, uh, Melinda Brown, Executive Director with uh, Staying Alive uh, Local Coordinating Council in Franklin County, we sure appreciate your time this morning. Uh, stay well, and uh, we need to uh, hear uh, more from you in the future. Thank you, Tom. I look forward to it.